Welcome back to the Grown Otaku Council podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ace. And I'm your host, McMillian. And we hope you guys had a wonderful week, because we did. And we're, as always, you know, we're back for another week of anime and manga with episode 24. But as always, if you would like to be a part of the council and join us as we discuss all things anime and sometimes manga, then make sure you hit that like and subscribe button as well as follow us on our social media so you can stay up to date on all things about the council. And with that being said, the council is now in session. session. Let the meeting begin. begin. Stop that. I can't. (laughs) Stop that. (laughs) Stop that. Trust me. It it is a lot better. You are throwing me off. Um, But anyways, um, hello, everybody. Hope you guys had a wonderful week. Uh, The council is back for another weekly episode here. Last week, we did not put out a weekly episode. Well, we put out an episode, but it wasn't one of our regular weekly episodes due to mm-hmm. the fact that i was out on vacations but we did release a special episode last week rjjk zero movie review so if you have not had a chance to go check that out please do so it is live now on all your favorite audio platforms as well as youtube mm-hmm. but um i also want to preface this that um i'm a little bit under the weather so hopefully i'm not doing a lot of coughing this episode but if i do just excuse me we're gonna try and get through this the best that we can so we're gonna start us off with some Council announcements here. Um, starting off with our first council announcement is this is actually a double upload week at the time that you're listening to this. Um, episode 24, this episode now we're going live Wednesday, but this weekend, either Saturday or Sunday, haven't decided yet, we will have our bubble, our movie review of the bubble anime movie, uh, the Netflix anime that just came out on the 28th of April, this, this past Thursday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we got a movie review coming out that will be this week as well. So, Mm-hmm. Look forward to that. If you want to hear the story of how a young man fell in love with bubbles, um, yep, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you this weekend. <laughs> Indeed. Oh man. Also, for our next announcement, uh, I, I do just want to go ahead and preface preface this real quick. So, for today's episode, um, we're going to be playing some catch up. So, we're going to be talking about episode three and four for all of for all three of our animes that we're following along with for our spring lineup here. Mm-hmm. Um. If some if you've been around for a while, you know how we do. You know we normally do some of these catch up shows when we, um, for for reasons like vacations and other stuff like that. But we're gonna do it a little bit differently. Differently this time, um, we're gonna talk about the shows simultaneously for their specific sessions. So basically, for like for instance, for Tomodachi Game, we'll talk about the summaries of episode three and four before we move on to the dislike section and so forth and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from there. Um, there was a, uh, an anime collab, if you will, that came out in the verse today, not today, um, this past week. Um, there was a shoe collab between Jordan and Naruto. Um, don't know if we got any sneaker heads out there, but me personally, the shoes weren't all that. They put out three separate styles, one for Naruto, yeah. Madara, and I think the Ninetales version of Naruto as well. I think so, yeah. So, do with that information what you will. Um, they weren't really all that in my opinion. Like maybe if I had to pick one of my favorite ones out of the three, I, I would say the Nine Tails one was probably the best one for me. But yeah, it that's just my opinion. Yeah, would I get them still? No, but <laughs> <laughs> they're there. Yeah. 
thoughts on the Jordan and Naruto collab? I I wish they were the retro Jordan uh probably designs because I think the colorway would feel a lot better on them. But I don't know. Pick your poison. Honestly, I'm not a big fan uh, <laughs> of the stuff that they show. But hey. Uh, yeah. It's out there. It's out there. If you like them, I'd say get them and support them. But unfortunately for me, it's just they don't look that good. All right. Well, to our next announcement we have here for today, this has not been officially confirmed yet, but there's been rumors and stuff going around that Fire Force Season Three is in production and that there will be a announcement here mm-hmm. soon. Um, hopefully that these rumors turn out to be true because we you know I think we've been waiting for over a year now just to get the announcement for Fire Force season three, and so, yeah. we we we're waiting. We're waiting. The manga is officially done, so all the material is there. We just need to do a good adaptation of it now. Um, me personally, I I think Fire Force is one of the better new jam not mangas animes out there that we got recently. So it's definitely one of my favorites that's out there. Season two towards the end was a little bit rushed, but you know, overall it was still a good season. But you know, mm-hmm. I I can't wait for season three. Um, any yeah. thoughts on season three or five for us? Uh, I think it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, just uh, can't wait to see what we're gonna get out of the adaptation for it. Correct. And switching from anime to manga here, uh, the Black Clover manga has is now going on a three-month hiatus after the latest chapter that just came out. I think it was chapter 331. 331? 331, Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, there, was a, there was a big reveal in that last chapter. I'm pretty sure you, some of you anime onlys may have potentially been spoiled if you're on Twitter and, and things of that nature, if you have not yet been spoiled and you are one of the lucky few out there, stay safe out there. Uh-huh. Um, the spoils are real. Luckily, I decided to start reading the manga after the anime ended, so I did not get spoiled. I'm, I'm here. But that chapter was wild. Like I said, we're not going to go what to in details to what happened to into the chapter because you know, there's no spoilers on this show unless otherwise stated. But we're not going to spoil that for you guys. So, um. Yeah, I guess on forward. the three month hiatus, how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, how do I feel about a three month hiatus? I think if the writer needs more time to develop this last arc, which I feel like he he probably would, I think all power to him. Um, because yeah, that this last arc just based off of all the stuff that we've seen so far, I think is going to take some. <sighs> really big like it's gonna for it to hit as hard as it needs to i think it's going to take a lot of effort and so therefore a three-month hiatus i think is fine also we are we we also get a whole bunch of reports of how manga artists keep getting sick because they keep working themselves half to death so good Mm -hmm. on him for taking a break if that is what he's doing so yeah also yeah with that being said what you just stated um the three-month hiatus is also due to the fact that the next arc of Black Clover will indeed be its final arc for Black Clover. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was mentions at the beginning of Black Clover that the author wanted this to be as long as um, One Piece to a certain extent, but I guess somewhere down the line that those plans changed. And unless he's go- he- unless he's planning on doing a sequel to Black Clover, who knows? But um, as of right now, then this next arc of Black Clover will be the final mm-hmm. one. So I do agree with you, McMillian, that yes, take all the time you need. You know, take take your rest, get ready, um, make sure you know you can plan your thoughts out. You know, good because like you just stated, um, 
with the stuff that needs to go down in this final arc, it, it has to and, be done well, especially yeah. with the type of reveal that we that we just got. Like this, this has to be done right. If he does this right, Black Clover can go down as one of the you know one of the greats in manga slash anime, if you will. Yeah, it just has he just has to hit it on a good note. And if he does that, we got we got a banger, ladies and gentlemen. If mm-hmm. he does that. Definitely. You just got to do that. But I mean, also with that being said, after the shit he just revealed, I, I don't even see how he could continue on like doing another arc after this next arc because like, what the well, fuck I mean, did you do after this? Well, yeah, no, I'll be, I've been saying that because like I, I don't know what could have come after the uh, this next arc, which will be the final one. I don't know what could have happened, but the fact that he is making this the final, at least of. Black Clover and not like because uh, again a, a Black Clover sequel could come out of stuff like if he really wants like this world to continue on I think the world could mm-hmm. but I feel like as far as like our care us following our character stories there's if this was the plan all along I, I really don't know how he was going to take it that much further than that but um, it's it's something to look forward to though I'll say that right now I am definitely on the uh waiting Patiently, but also on the edge of my seat for this final arc, because that shit, that la- that most recent chapter, boy, Ooh. just flipped the verse on his mm-hmm. head. But um, so all right, switching off of manga back to anime real quick here. Um, the 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 English dub for Sukumichi Moonlit Fantasy will be premiering here shortly. I do not have the date for this one. I do apologize. I should have written that down. But yeah, Sukumichi Moonlit Fantasy is getting a English dub. Um, this is another isekai. <clears throat> the best I can really describe it as is almost like a. I, I hate to say this, but it's almost like a reincarnated as a slime clone, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is not an inanimate object, but or like a, another monster, or something like that. He he got reincarnated as a human, but you get I get a lot of reincarnated as a slime not vibes from this show. Me. Okay. Um, I did watch the first season. It's not, it's not terrible. Um, so I mean, I I would recommend. Like I said, I I get a lot of slime vibes from it. It's not terrible. It's a, it's a decent watch. Okay, cool, cool. And then I think that's all we. Ha- oh, oh no, actually no, we have two more. So um, I did want to talk about this because <laughs> McMillian seemed very hyped about this. The Shaman King is getting that anime sequel. Oh yeah. I have me personally. I have not watched or read Shaman King at all. So, McMillian, if you want to speak to a little bit about this. Saturday morning cartoon Shaman King is one of the greats, basically. It's, like, one of the first, I feel like, animes besides probably, like, the big ones that came out that was in, like, Western. If you were around for the four kids days, you might have seen it or heard it. Uh, heard about it. But um, the the fact that it's getting a sequel is pretty uh, cool to me because the sequel series, they never made it to america like the mangas never made it here so the fact that i feel like the anime is proper enough for the spinoff uh sequel series to get in anime is pretty impressive in, in and of itself that's like them being like oh we're doing a reboot of zatch bell shit Nick, okay let's yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it so um it's, a, it's just something to look forward to i feel like if you know about shaman king because shaman king is not bad it's not a bad show or series at all it's just dated it's probably if if i would say this if you're a modern anime fan and you started let's say with uh let's say one of your first animes might have been like tokyo ghoul and stuff like that you might not enjoy it as much because you don't you didn't see where anime had to came from to where it's progressed to now 
But like if you were back in the day watching Dragon Ball Z, Zashvel, uh Soul Eater, stuff like that, you'll appreciate it because this is like one of the old one like this one of the older uh hey, Zashville do go hard though. Mm-hmm. Zashville do go hard. I just want to say that. Um, okay, because I, I I do remember when um the reboot of Sean McCain was announced and I told myself I was gonna go and try it out because, you know, I heard so much good things about it and then you brought it up to me as well. So it, it it's in the quay, if you will. It's it's in the quay. And last but not least, until I find out a different way to cover this, I'm gonna do it in this section of it's not for our <laughs> weekly our, our weekly one piece. Fandom, if you will, where my One Piece fans at, stand up, everybody. I'm going to just go to sleep. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> so, One Piece finally came back last week, and we got episode 10, 15, and boy, was it a fucking episode. Uh, I know how in our last week of the weekly episode, I mentioned that maybe the um the Toei animation hack was kind of a blessing in disguise, because, you know, it gave time for the animators to actually, you know, get a well-deserved break so they can come back and... um animate this next few episodes of months we got going on here because this is about to be some basically high phonetic action that we got going on in anime now so they need to deliver on that and boy was i right because they animated the fuck out of episode 1015 they animated the fuck out this shit and they almost got me they almost got the tear out of me but they didn't get it they didn't get it though they almost <laughs> got it but just just to give you some of you guys a little preface of what's going out there who may don't know about one piece who don't watch it but basically what's going on is um our protagonist luffy here is finally about to fight one of the greatest powers in the one piece world here they're called um emperors of the seas or yonkos if you will um it's been a long time to get to this point you know if you know if you started watching one piece you know you just always dread the day or waiting for the day that we finally get to fight a yonko and we're finally here We've, and we're not fighting one of them. We're fighting two of these motherfuckers. So, so the shit is real. All right. The shit has gotten real. And I'm just I'm just so overexcited and just with enjoyment and just love for this series. Because like I said, it just took it just took us a long time to get here. And we're finally we're finally fucking here. So it's just like one of those next major milestones that we finally fucking hit. And I'm just I'm just excited for what we're going on with the series. I'm happy for but, you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 was my weekly rant, if you will. Um, I still have not found the decent way that I want to cover One Piece yet, but until I do, I'm just gonna talk about it here in our council announcements, or I might make its own little section for it. But whoever know, who knows? But um, I just I'll get I'll get it together one one of these days. But I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fucking talk about it though. All right. I'm gonna talk about it one way or another, and um, but yeah. And I'm probably going to talk about it more on Twitter this week. So if you follow us on Twitter, you'll, you'll see me ranting about that episode more this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's something to look forward to. <laughs> so yeah, that's something to look forward to. But all right. Well, with that being said, we're going to move on to our long list of episodes we have here to, for today, everybody. And like I said, we're going to be doubling down. Doing episode three and end episode four of all of our spring lineup here. And we're going to be starting with episode three. Of oh my gosh, I think I hmm? episode three and four of Shield Hero. Episode yes, episode three. Is three no, I'm, yeah, no, I thought I fucked up my time split. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, ignore me, ignore that. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna be starting with episode three and four of the Rising of Shield Hero season two. We're gonna be starting with episode 
three, Shaking Land. Um, we're going to be starting with the summary for this one. And then right after we finish the summary for this, we'll be going into the summary um, of episode four, Ruins in the Fog. Mm-hmm. So starting off with episode three, um, the turtle is here, everybody. Mm-hmm. The big bad turtle is here. And he and is before, fucking <laughs> Before we go shit. any further... Your opinion is McMillian on on, the on on yes on how it looks like visually, and because you I wanted, know like I, when, I wanted <laughs> yeah. I wanted this to look like a Dark Souls boss. I'm gonna be quite honest. I wanted this to be like a. I knew it was gonna be a tortoise, regardless. I I just wanted to it to look a little bit more threatening, but it's basically a a a a, a sea tortoise. Well, not a sea tortoise, but it's a tortoise with a city on its back. It's not like it doesn't look too threatening in my opinion. It just looks like a giant tortoise with like mountains on its back. It's just there. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. not bad. It's not a bad design. I just wanted it to be a little bit more threatening in the way it looks. But it 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 said hold hold my fucking coffee, bitch, because I'm here to wreck shit, and it did. <laughs> it truly did. It said I might look like a pet, but I am not. <laughs> yes, no, I, I do agree with you. It, I think it would have done, you know, the series well that it did look a little bit more threatening than it does. Because I mean, if this if this deity, if you will, is supposed to be the thing, the backup plan, if you will, to the ways for the heroes failing, then you know, maybe why not make it look a little bit more menacing than what it does? And that, like you said, not some type of pet or something. Um, they could have had like a dark orb or something coming off of it or something that could at least yeah. gave it a mean look too. Like that, it didn't even give it a mean look. It's just. It's just there. They just gave it a face, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, so yeah. I mean, but regardless, it, the, tur- the the tortoise is here now. And um, and it, and it's here. And it's here to fuck shit up. Yeah. So the uh, battle with the tortoise begins, and I'm gonna just say this now: is it, it it is not starting off well. Um, no. we see the yeah. allied forces trying to um take out one of his legs with all its artillery and everything is not going too hot. The tortoise is literally just stomping on these guys and keeping it pushing. While that's going on, our 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 guy, what's his name? Nafumi, thank you, is off fighting some of the familiars. Um but he they do end up killing them. So, you know, of course they're just familiars. But at the time, after that, to finally stop the tortoise though. Oh boy, from the army. I don't even think if we got a name from no, him. No, it's one of the leaders. Get a name from him, but basic, one of the leaders. Yeah, yeah. Can, basically, yeah, one of the leaders, as a last ditch effort, uh, just set off the explosives that they talked about in the last episode. It did that. Luckily, did stop the tortoise from moving. Did it did not kill it though. And um, during that moment, they were like, "Oh yeah, we got the tortoise. It's time to fuck it up. Let's rush in." Bad news for them. Cause that shit shoots artillery, magic artillery, as soon as it can't move, and even more people just end up dying. You get now for me, like, ah, oh, shit, this is becoming way worse than we thought. We gotta hurry this shit up. So, uh, cue cue the mages, uh, and they cue launch the off. Mages? Yep, cue the mages. And they launch off. Uh, the spell we saw from season one called Judgment that now Fumi almost got like taken out by, and it does. Damage the tortoise, but not enough to get its heads off. Its head off to where Naofumi and gang have to go ahead and deliver the finding blow. Uh, I'll, I'll say this: Episode three did a really good job of. I, I feel like making me feel like the turtle was a threat because at first, like I said, it does not look threatening at all. But 
after seeing all that, and then you know, like uh, during Looks the can be deceiving. Yeah, so exactly. Tortoise said, and uh, during the fight, they also did a good job of like having people coming to Nafumi and reporting, "Hey, we we've, we've lost more than like fifty percent of our overall force. Like this shit is not going well, and you just gotta get that whole sense of threat throughout the whole entire episode." So they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, it do be like that. Um, I will say R.I.P. to the man that gave his life to stop the tortoise. Um, your efforts were not in vain. But at the end of episode three, as we found out, even though they, they did cut off the tortoise head, that for whatever reason, um, that we'll get into later, that that did not kill the, kill tortoise, the tortoise. And the tortoise is still alive. And the way they know that is because Ost uh, is still around. And it's funny. Correct. And it led to a little funny scene I heard just being like, oh, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Yes. So, with that being said, that leads us directly into episode four, four mm-hmm. where um, we start off with a Risha flashback that, in my opinion, is why the fuck is this here? But I mean, it's, I'll say it's this. There. For the I, I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I don't. I, I don't. Oh, we I could, really don't. We just cutting out content? Okay. No, I, I really don't. <laughs> you, can, you can go ahead, but I'm just want to let you know. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, look, look I, I, I'm not condoning it i'm just saying the only thing is for us to they were trying to explain why she a simp that was all they was trying to explain why her simping is a thing and all i gotta say is i don't care <laughs> that's all i was gonna say is i don't care that's the only reason sir but besides that flashback we get just basically the gang being like all right well this is what we need to do to figure out how to find out to kill it so they uh, I mean, now well, for me, i mean i guess if you say that but you gotta explain why she's a simp but basically do Rika I have was, to explain? They've seen I, it already. I, we I mean, just press forward. Basically, Rika was kidnapped due to her <laughs> family not being able to pay back some motherfucker, and the bow hero saved her, and that's why she's a simp. Moving uh, on. Moving on. Now, Fumi and company, including the simp, uh, <laughs> take it upon themselves to go and investigate the turtles back. Uh, while doing so, some fog pops up, and Ost is no longer able to like lead them within the fog, so they make camp. You know, had their little power conversations, basically just you know explaining like, oh, uh, you know, what does this mean if they can't reach the tortoise, uh, the the thing to kill them, and how they're going to figure it out? Um, by the time morning arrives, they discover this village that was living on the back of the tortoise, uh, collect the dead, and are able to find like this slab written in Japanese that now Fumi's able to like somewhat make out, and it's basically kind of like a explanation or something in regards to like a possibility of stopping the tortoise or why the tortoise is doing what it's doing in the first place um unfortunately that town gets uh collapses and they the temple collapses the temple collapses and they just have to continue onward um correct leading to basically the end of the episode where these people try and attack Naofumi but they're claiming like whoa 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 uh, you're going a little bit too fast. So before that, uh, um, yes, at the, after the temple um, crumbled away where they found the slab on how to um, t- t- uh, potentially kill the turtle, um, Os come, memories comes back even more. She says, okay, I do remember oh. how to kill the tortoise. And apparently the only way to kill the tortoise is actually to destroy his heart. So they have to go inside the tortoise. Yes, it, and yeah. luckily there's a convenient way inside the tortoise. Through the temple that was um, destroyed as well. How convenient is that? Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> um, but during their way to go destroy the tortoise's heart, they were um, like they're going through the cave to get inside the tortoise. Um, they have a run in with a couple of adventurers saying that, oh, yeah, you know, the queen sent us. Of course, that was some fucking lies. lies yeah. The queen didn't send anybody. And it turns out that these motherfuckers, are you ready for this? Are the adventurers mm-hmm. from the end of season one from from another world? Not the adventurers, the heroes from, from another world well, from the yeah, end of season the, one that our he, that our onboard Nefumi had to end up fighting. Yeah, the and, the, the wave heroes, as I call them. Yes, <laughs> and this shit just got real because why the fuck are y'all here? Yeah, no, I I'm really interested to see where this is gonna go because I'm just like, are they also? Because the the thing is, the spirit. Uh, tortoise is stopping the waves from happening. So is it like they're gonna now have to work with now for me to kill this to kill this thing to achieve what they want, or are they working on the side of the individual who woke it up? I'm more of the of the mind that they're trying to also, that they're gonna have to work with now for me because if they were on the side of the person who woke it up, I felt like they would have tried to kill him. Went fully went, went for a full fight and not just like that little scuffle that they had at the end of this episode. I agree. Um, I think I probably lean you know, on the latter choices, like you said. Um, they're here to one way or another. They're gonna, they're trying to stop the tortoise as well. Um, and it just might end up involving them having to actually work with Nafumi. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like, like you said, that for whatever reason, they need the waves to continue in order to save their world, and in order to get the waves back going, you know, they gotta you know kill the spirit tortoise, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Think that they was the ones who broke the seal on the spirit tortoise. If if they did, that's that's wild. But I don't. I'm not going that it, route. I don't think that was the case. It would be interesting. But to we'll see. See if that is if that was the case. It would be interesting to see why they did that, considering they need the waves to work to save Correct. their place. So, it, Correct. It, it'll be uh, moving forward. It should be pretty good. But um, that was basically yeah, yeah. it for Shield Hero. Not. A lot happened, but also at the same time, I feel like a lot didn't. But, uh, I, so. I agree. Like you said, a lot happened and a lot didn't happen. But uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of been the theme of this season for right now. But um, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of people say that this particular arc was like not the best arc in like the light novel slash manga anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they wasn't really looking forward to too much, Which, you know, from that, this, this arc. That kind of sucks, too, because it's like. Oh man, they have to fight a giant tur like tortoise that has artillery and all this other shit. You would think that would be a ama- like an amazing ass uh, premise, but I I don't know. It's I I I could see that could also be kind of hard to write, depending. So correct, but like, um, yeah, like maybe if they because like I didn't expect me personally the tortoise fight itself to end in like that one episode, like you did just mm-hmm, all the exactly. episode three. Even though technically the fight isn't done, but I guess. The fight with the body itself, I didn't expect it that part to be resolved kind of so fast, even though that part might necessarily be resolved yet either, because uh, apparently the tortoise is about to revive. So um, even while they're trying to stop, destroy the heart and whatever, you know, who's ever in there blocking their way from doing that, the tortoise could still be outside running the muck and shit like yeah, that. Depending so, on how fast it all uh, yeah, comes down, everything goes down. Mm-hmm. But, um, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next section here, everybody, so we don't take too long because we do have a long episode here for today. We're going to move into dislikes, and we're going to start with episode three. And I'm going to just go ahead and say this. this my, my one dislike for this is kind of 
for episode four as well is why the fuck is Risha in this goddamn chicken suit? Like they explained <laughs> it, but like I'm tired of like. Do you know how off putting it is seeing motherfuckers oh, die and then cutting to Rika, Risha in this fucking chicken that, suit? That is like, a that's a valid criticism. Um, that's not. I don't. That wasn't even part of my dislike <laughs> for this, but I totally understand that it is 100% like kind of weird and wacky. Um, and it's odd too because it's like Shiro has elements of like comedy and like weird and wackiness, but that that one does like it's just like what the fuck are you doing? Um, for me, I only really have one dislike. Um. Uh, that I can like contribute to the episodes and it's just Risha simping. At this point, I don't feel like you need it needs to keep happening for me to understand this girl's motivations. I just feel like they keep putting it in there because she's there. And I don't necessarily dislike her. I just dislike the way they're per- like they're having her portrayed as just this, this single-minded person. No matter what's happening, it always has to relate. Yeah, it, it's to not her; it's the, her motives. Yeah, like, and it, uh, it, but I'm saying, like, you don't gotta show me that almost every episode. I feel like every, almost every episode this season has been like, look at how much a sip she is. I get it. I don't care, and especially when like either in episode three or four, she says, "Now, Fumi, I am on your party right now. I am focused yeah. on that." And I'm like, "Great, yeah, that was four. Yeah, Con- let's continue <laughs> with that. I better not hear nothing else about the boat hero until you show up." <laughs> I'm done. And then my last just like for episode three is I already mentioned this, but I kind of feel like they the battle with the tortoise was just so fast. Like, even though that the battle is technically not over with yet, it just felt like this initial battle was kind of quick. I just yeah, I just think they just it was just kind of quick. Um yeah. but like I said, the battle isn't over with though, but still the initial battle I feel like was kind of a little bit fast. Like I I did not expect us to start fighting the tortoise and chop his head off all the one well, episode, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I get it. So. I, I expected Monster Hunter level of fights, and I did not get that. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, because like, even so, like, I feel like they could have did more with the familiars as well. I, I feel like, you know, we just got that one big initial yeah, I was gonna bring it up wave in. of familiars that the he- shield hero fought, and, like, you know, that was it. Yeah, I was going to bring it up in my uh, closing remarks, like the review of these episodes, but... um, Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I, that, but the the Risha Zipper one was the only dislike I had, so we can move <laughs> to favorite scenes. No, well, no, we got to move to dislikes for episode four now. Oh, I was kind of I was combining the two, but yes, but um, and then oh, you or you combine oh, you combine yours. Um, I didn't. For for me, my dislike for episode four is still continuing over from episode three. Why the fuck is Risha in this goddamn chicken suit? <laughs> I, I. I, like the reason that they give once again is like I understand is protection is also help boosts her power level up a little bit, but I feel like they could have done so many different things instead of a chicken then suit. stick her in this damn chicken suit. They could have gave her a fucking wristband or some shit that protects her and and, get, and boosts up her power. They could have gave her some other type of fucking not, armor. Out of all the things they could have fucking did, they stuck this bitch in a chicken suit. Hey, they just I I think they wanted to. Reiterate the fact that the constant reminder that she is a punk bitch, and this is with the uniform of a punk bitch. But you're you're not wrong. It is disheartening or just kind of odd. It seems out of place. Yeah, and then my last dislike is um, 
I just I think the patience for this season from episode, especially from episode three to four, is just so fucking off. Like we go from episode three to where we finally getting some action, then back to episode four where it's just nothing but fucking dialogue. And like I said, the pacing is just like, oh my gosh, like what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what what are we doing here? Nah, it's, but, it's it's not going too well. But um, with all that said, unless you got more favorite scenes, if any. Yeah, no, I'm good. We can. So, yeah, with that being said, we can move on to our favorite scenes, starting with episode three, McMillian. <laughs> starting with episode three. So, um, any favorite scenes from you for episode Yeah, so three? I got one for both, uh, or uh, for episode three specifically. Uh, seeing the tortoise retaliate after they got him to stop moving, when it was like, oh shit, he can launch like giant spirit arrows. I don't know what the hell he was shooting, but that was cool. I was like, oh, this thing has a phase two. I can get behind this. Let's go. <laughs> um, and then uh, the one after that uh, for episode three. We'll, we'll was... get it. Wait, wait, pause. We'll get there. Stop messing up my section, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> this was your idea. You I, messing up my section. I'm just, I was just saying for episode three. Go ahead. <laughs> no, we can be doing these one at a time. Once again, uh, for me, episode three, I, w- I will agree. Um, that scene was fire. Um. Especially because it added an extra layer of uncertainty because they didn't expect this. We They just expected to, you know, stop the tortoise in his track and then, you know, we go from there. But the tortoise had other plans. It was like, oh, you thought, oh, this shit is over? Uh-huh. And then, yeah, it does that. But my favorite scene, though, is, um, I think I got, like, kind of two, but one of my pseudo ones is actually when old boy gave his life to stop the tortoise. You know, he kind of had him a little redemption right then because, you know, he was being a dick in episode one. And so just to see him go out like a G, you know, that was nice. You know, he, yeah. he gave his life for the cause, even mm-hmm. though the, he wanted to be, I guess, the pseudo hero of the cause, if you will. He will go down as a hero because, you know, that he was, able, he was able to stop did. the tortoise yeah. of him because of his actions. And then after that, um, my other favorite scene from episode three is was Nafumi and gang fighting the familiars. It was just a nice little action scene. Everybody got to let off some cool moves. Especially, especially Raftalia. The fucking sword she has now, the, her fucking, can't remember the name of the sword, but she oh, yeah, lets off these fucking like gang blasts and shit. Like, that shit's ridiculous. Shit. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> that's just crazy. Yeah, no, that, that, that looked like an in-game ass ability, so yes. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see if, Ralph, if Raftalia gets some one-on-ones at any point during uh, the season. Cause I think it'd yeah, be and, and then she does like she uses like this, a similar move to also cut off the tortoise's head, and it's just visually the shit looks fucking dope Good, as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was me, that was me for episode three, and now McMillian, we're moving on to episode four. So favorite I, scenes for Shield Hero. So what I was going to say last thing was <laughs> a, a a like for episode three, but I'll just do it here. Uh, episode four. The only like I had was uh, the reveal, I guess, of the um, of the wave heroes, because the way it happened was kind of funny where they're like, oh, shit, I, you the hero. Sorry, my bad. We attacked you on accident. Actually, the queen sent us out here to do some like reconnaissance. We'll be on our way. And they was like, no, the fuck. No, no. What? <laughs> you will not who, be on your way. <laughs> who are you? No, that's stupid. I, are you OK? <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> so that was... Uh, As Patrick would say. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good moment, but that was basically... Yeah, it's it for me. Uh, I uh, um, regurgitate that fact that that was also a nice moment. If I had to pick a different scene, 
um it was just funny as hell because i didn't um the scene where they finally start to go across the ropes on philo to get on the spear toward his back just for the simple fact that i did not know that philo could fit that many goddamn people on her back like, oh that's yeah just, that's just crazy she felt like, I think it was like four of them, four or five of the motherfuckers on Philo's back. And I'm like, damn, Philo, how many can you carry? Yeah, I think it was about like five. I think it was five. But yeah, that was, that was interesting to see. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, also, I did kind of forget to say this, but also one of my favorite scenes from episode three, real quick, was when the, at the start of the show, when they was riding to fight the spirit tortoise, when our boy had his flag up on his cart riding through, mm-hmm. that was a nice little moment. Oh yeah, at the beginning, yeah, when yeah. Nafumi uh raised his flags for like morale, that was pretty good. Yeah, I just want, I just wanted to point that out. And then now we're gonna move on to rate both of these episodes, starting with episode three. Um, McMillian, give us a rating. What do you got for me? For three, for it's, three, uh, six and a half. Six and a half. I give you that because I was going for like a six or a seven, so we're in the you know we're in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. I give you that. Bless you. <laughs> you wouldn't be coughing destroying on things you wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> Forgive us people, this is a short break brought to you by uh Alex's dog Sebastian. Correct. And he's wondering why he over here coughing on stuff, because you're chewing on stuff you shouldn't be coughing. Don't look at me like that, sir. But um anyways, just I do agree. Round round episode uh for three round the ballpark of a six or seven for me as well. For the rating. Um, I mean, we finally got some action out of this episode. Not as much as I would have wanted, per se, but we got some nice little action scenes out of this episode. Yeah. No, it was, like I said, it was serviceable. And it wasn't too bad. Like, I think what happened in it was pretty good. Um, The only thing I'd say is, like, you mentioned it earlier, the pacing for this season so far feels a little off. Yeah. That's kind of bringing it down. But, um... Alrighty, and now we're gonna rate episode four of Shield Hero season two. Um, four for me, it's like a five. Um, and I'll just say briefly why. I I think one thing that Shield Hero thrived on that in season one that's missing in season two is the little in per- the personal struggles for our main character, our cast. Like for me, I get why now Fumi has to fight the Spirit Turtle. The spirit tortoise. I, I get why it makes sense for the world and stuff like that, but to they're not adding a lot of personal stake to it. So it seems like he's not even that uh invested Affected in it. By it. Yeah, yeah, invested in it as he could be or should have been. Like I feel like I don't know. I I mean granted it's it's nice to know that people that read the light novel also were like this probably this wasn't like one of the best uh arcs either. But I just feel like there could have been more stuff that they could have done to like give it more personal stake, like have it the spiritors attack like the kingdom that he just got redeemed by or his little town is threatened or something like that. Instead it's like the 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 scope of it is the world, which means eventually if they, if they don't stop the spiritors, it will affect like his province or some shit like that. But I just feel like it could have been you could have started the clock on a more like serious countdown than yeah. Just like out in the countryside, oh shit! It destroyed one thing. We didn't even get to see it, so I, I don't know. I feel like that's affecting it a lot. <laughs> like, is the personal stake is taken away? I, I do agree. Um, I'm gonna go with the five as well. Um, it was nothing but dialogue this episode. 
And we started off this episode with a fucking Risha back back backstory <laughs> that once again, I why it it was quick, but did we need it? In my opinion, no. I think we could have they could have did this backstory in episode two, like. When they were sitting around the fire, then yeah. they could have did this backstory. Then when they was everybody was getting to fucking or, know each other, or didn't even but, need a full flashback. It could have just been like I was kidnapped. He saved me. Decided to take me on the adventure. I decided to join the party afterwards. Yeah, so, I well, just want to pay like him that. back or some shit. Like it didn't. I don't think the flashback wasn't really even that impactful in my opinion. But hey, it, it was not. But yeah, I just can't tell you how like offsetting it was. Just, just go from the end of episode three, us cutting off this tortoise head, then the start of episode four. Reach a flashback. Mm-hmm. Let me show you why I am a simp. Like, what the fuck? Did, nobody who asked for this. <laughs> yeah. What did this come from? Basically. What, um, what did this come from? And then just and then like out of all the dialogue that was said, nothing was really compelling or interesting until like those last five minutes mm-hmm. of, the, of the of the show. So yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping at some point we ramp. I I feel like we're getting to a ramp up part for it. So. Hopefully we just gotta make it through the maybe hopefully just these slog episodes or this is this will be it for them hopefully after this because I feel like the, with the reveal of the wave heroes that were on the precipice of some type of like climactic stuff or some more exciting I, I things because you can't just show me these the um the wave heroes as McMillian is dubbing them and not make me think that some shit is finna go down mm-hmm. one way one way or another some shit yeah. better got it ha- if you it got to go down one way or another these now that these motherfuckers are here like yeah also i will say this one thing episode 4 that kept confusing the fuck out of me was how Risha was saying that she believes that um the bow hero was at the tortoise back or some shit for some reason why the fuck would you what makes her assume that like don't know considering the fact that they said that he was not interested in fighting the tortoise, if Thank I'm you. not mistaken. Uh, it was, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, other than the fact that maybe that from the um the beginning of the episode two, when they got the news that the 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 other four heroes were got killed or some shit like that. Um, other other than that, that may made her think that maybe he's there for some weird reason. But other than that, like, what is possibly leading you to think that he's at the fucking tortoise after he already said that simp, he didn't want nothing to do with the tortoise. Simp detection energy. That is, that's what's happening, I guess. <laughs> Maybe she knows where he is and while we don't. I don't know. I just know, I hope at some point Risha gets the boss up because I do like characters growing. It's just that they're really making me... N- with how they're presenting Risha right now, it's really hard to root for her because they just keep going. They keep reminding you of shit you kind of already get from context clues. Like, there's no reason. But with all that said, we should. Uh, those are our ratings, and so, yeah, we should move. We're gonna to, move on. Yeah, and so that was the end of our Shield Hero segment, if you will, everybody. And now we're gonna move on to Tomodachi Game. Once again, we're doubling down. We're gonna be doing episode three and four. And before we start it up, I will say this: um, it is official now. After four um, episodes for this season, Tomodachi Game is definitely a sleeper pick for spring twenty twenty two. Um, it came out of nowhere. Once again, me and McMillian just picked this out of looking at all the um spring animes, if you will, for spring twenty two, mm-hmm. and it just looked like the it only other interesting one. And we, thankfully, we turned out to be right. God damn it! Yeah. Thankfully, we turned out uh, to be right. Tell if you're watching this, I hope you're recommending it. I I know I am. Um, but yeah, to move into the uh the episode, so episode three is titled "There's No Way I." Uh, 
Oh yeah, there's no way I'd believe that. And then episode four is called is called seriously. That's so cringe. Um, so the we'll start with the events of episode <laughs> three. three. <laughs> um, and well, from where we last left off, basically, uh, Yutori was crying because something was revealed. We finally get to find out what that was, and apparently, Yutori during junior high there you was go. a sugar baby. Not a sugar baby. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> she Not was a sugar baby. She was out here getting paid, but it's not. It's it. While that sounds bad, it's actually in a way worse than what it sounds like. And and I'll explain. So apparently she was getting bullied into like giving up her money, and the only way for her to make money after a certain point was to like go on dates with people, and eventually she started a like dating thing with an older gentleman and it never went past the uh he, it, he never got the nookie uh so she says so she says uh granted because this anime is all about lies and pe- and lies people tell so she he, he he never got the uh the to the palace if you will um so we're led to a, the show does a good job of like being like hey feel sympathy towards this person you know like all this said and the other, and it's just like, hmm, how much of this do I want to believe, <laughs> really? But it's crazy to think that, all I gotta say is this, bullying is such a, a a terrible thing that happens in Japan that it shows up in so many animes. I don't, they gotta do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it's, a, in my opinion, it's a topic that must be talked about because, I mean, bullying happens. Everywhere, not not everywhere. Yourself, it's just Japan. Bullying happens everywhere. I'm just saying and to the degree that it is shown in anime, like for I, mean, I feel you. Like not to get off topic, but like the shit that happened in Mushuko. To, how? <laughs> like those you at that point, police need to get involved, right? Like, oh, police, police, help, help. <laughs> police, guard. <laughs> but um, moving forward, oh man. We, uh, basically, Yutori is like, oh, the only person I have ever told that to is Shiho. So now Shiho is on the outs with the entire group except Tenji. And I, I, at first you think, okay, that's because Tenji's been her friend the longest. Cool. So this episode really doesn't have much to do about the game, at least for that one. Uh, as we go on, though, we get flashes of the person who stole the money basically from the school. And unfortunately for me and Ace, our pick, Shive Makoto, he, he, I think he was the first person shown to be innocent. And I was like, oh, well, damn. Okay. So time to see who it is. And it's, it's the glasses, motherfucker. It's Tenchi. <laughs> like, it goes through each of our characters, what they're doing in their daily thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, Yutori cut this person. And uh, eventually, like, it, it goes to where he's, like, showing him on the roof of Shiho and being like, oh, you cut your eye and all this other stuff. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> now, before, before you continue, um, Tenji is now a grade A menace. <laughs> grade this, A. This motherfucker here is now a grade A menace. Like, when, first of all. He's making all glasses motherfuckers look bad right now. Yo, okay, 100%. I just want to point that out there. He's he's making us look bad, but 
the way he goes about doing this shit is fucking wild. So McMillian already mentioned that, you know, yes, it was it was Tenji all along. He was the one who stole the two million from the school trip. And he was also the one who signed up for the Tomidachi game. However, how the fuck he knows about all this shit? This motherfucker is such a menace, everybody, that he gave fucking, what's her name, Shiho a gift. I think it was like a pen or something. He uh, a necklace. It was something like that. Yeah. It was, uh, I think it's like keychain or some shit. But basically, yeah. within the keychain is a, uh, a recording. Yeah, a recording device, a microphone. And that's how he knows all, like, all the, most of the dirt that's been coming up in this game has been him. He's just trying, and he basically, he's just, it's, he's just trying to slowly poison the friendship. Um, now, now we was talking about um, Risha simping for the bow hero, but this man t- is taking simping hey, to another level. This ain't simping. This is this, this is predator behavior. Jail. Well, yes. They, they, <laughs> you, you, you know what? Yes, you are correct. Jail. Uh, under the jail at that. Because yeah. why the fuck do you have a mic in this fucking thing you gave this lady? Um, but but anyways, yeah, so that, that's what we found out. It's been Tenji all the fucking long mm-hmm. and you know his reason for it is because he wants to break the friendship between she hoes and her other friends so you know she can fall back on him and be basically fall in love with him basically mm-hmm. and that's where the end of the episode is yeah. now i, I, I want to talk about this real quick um one we were technically right in kind of our instance because we did say if it wasn't makoto that it, it might be tenji. fucking tenji yeah um but one thing i want to touch upon is that so it was stated that Tenji was the one who stole the two million, but however, it wasn't. It wasn't the, stated that he was the person that was twenty million in, in debt. debt. Mm-hmm. So by that reasoning, um, we could say that our pick for Makoto is still technically right. Well, just yeah, based for on one of the aspects, based on information we learned about in episode four. Correct. Um, I'm. I'll say this. Um, Quickly before we get to episode four, the the talking about what happened in episode mm-hmm. four, they keep raising the stakes in Tomodachi game, and I'm loving it. They're doing oh, no, a I'm great job. It. I'm loving it. I'm I'm um, loving it. Every bit of it. So from there, from the end of the episode, where we find out that basically Tenji is the mastermind behind this whole shit, uh, we find uh, episode four, unbeknownst like the other episodes, is taking uh place from the perspective of Tenji himself. We get to see basically his whole inner machinations of just like how he plans to continue to separate the group, how he how he just simply wants to do it, not because he does dislikes any of them. It's just that he wants Shiho to himself and he is down horrendous, truly, to the point where like he's like, oh, OK, I've been writing shit about everybody else. Time to write something about me. And while he's in there now, this is. The interesting thing, they they take a moment to, I feel like, highlight the fact that he's been in there for so long. Because he's like, oh, shit, that's right. I got to wait this amount of time. And then when he comes out, Shiho looks like she's even worse straight with the group because Yuichi smacks her across the face and is like, well, bitch, <laughs> you're a terrible person. And for me, I'm just like, OK, is this is this telling me that some a plan is being developed right now? Or not. Correct. I'm not sure. Well, speaking but, of that, before we go a little bit too far real quick, why do you think Tenji didn't react in a violent way to Yuichi slapping? Oh, because he doesn't. He wants to remain in the good graces of... I don't think he wants to do anything that may cause, like, 
people to start suspecting him of revealing things. Because the thing is, if he if he got violent with She-Ho, that would put like a spotlight on him. Uh, well, wow. I mean, not She-Ho. It would have been Yuichi. Because, I mean, it, that, this still would have been a spotlight on him. Because, I mean, that's... No, he put it... Well, because... Yuichi the, put his hands well, on no, the female. Well, I'm saying, like... Well, I'm saying, like, think about it this way. Uh-huh. It, by not engaging, he makes it seem mm-hmm. like he also believes She-Ho might partially be in the wrong or did the thing. So he blends in with the group and that he is suspicious of She-Ho and the fact that, like, I'm not going to help her because I truly do not know if she did that shit or not. And therefore, I am like, it looks like he's also disparaging her in a way. And, and by not truly getting violent with Yuichi. So it's like, all right, there's no extra attention being drawn towards Tenji in that fact. Now, granted, you could say that him, if if they were looking for it, that could raise suspicion in a way. But the, it, I think the, at the end of the day, they were so preoccupied with Yutori and the situation that was going on that they were just like, all right, we we just gonna you know back up. We're gonna ease up off of every everybody else. I guess. I mean, like I said, I just kind of, I just you know found it kind of weird. You know, like the female you like was just slapped by a guy. He is your friend, but regardless, though, she was she was hit, she was struck, and, and like I just felt like I just felt like it should have been more of a I, different type of reaction for him. Like, I mean, even, like even even in his inner psyche, if you will, the only monologue that he was thinking to himself is like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Oh, this I mean, is I, the, 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 remember the this? Is yeah, exactly. I was about to say like <laughs> I was about to say like that, that's another thing that also I think helps is that at the end of the day, he wants shit like that to happen. He wants her to. Not like them so much to the point where like he she only relies on him. So correct, by- and, and also a part like you said, a point of the thing was she relies on him is him coming to defend her. You know, in her uh, maybe, but maybe like he that, also. You know I mean? But I think uh, uh, another thing that could go into that is that Shiho herself might not have wanted him to strike Yuichi because I think Yuichi uh, she uh, Tenji still knows that Yuichi, regardless of anything, still still probably has feelings for. Uh, he she probably still has feelings for Yuichi, so I think that okay. could also well, be yeah, like okay. a well, play yeah, to it as well. From that, from that view as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I don't I, know. Like I said, this I just, man I just is, wanted to. Uh-huh. This man is playing five D chess. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> right, like who who knows yeah, no, what he? Yeah, like I, said, I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it because like I just kind of thought it was a little bit weird that he didn't have. Oh no, I, I, a reaction that I thought he should have had. I, I totally agree with you in that aspect, but I think at the end of the day, he's not trying to do anything that would make Shiho push him away more. He's just yeah. trying to incite stuff like that from happening to happen more, so that yeah. she's just you know she's by herself and <laughs> she relies on me. He all I'm he cares done. about is her needing him. I feel you. So, but um. Moving on from there, we continue with the episode where Tenji's still, you know, in his head saying, like, you know, yes, good, good, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> like, yes, more more of this, if you will, to where we get to a section. We're, we're actually continuing with the game now. Hooray. Like, yeah, I can't believe it. We're continuing the game. But so we continue with the game and we get to a um, She-Ho lens on a special square. spot, if you mm-hmm. will, square, if you will. And basically, she has the choice to pick somebody, and the game master slash Monabu-kun will basically spill their deepest, darkest secrets or whoever the person that she picked. And 
she Monopoly Coon is actually like going through all the different phases of like, yeah, you could choose this person if you um <laughs> basically like she's like yeah, he was like, Yeah, you could choose Makoto, he's in last place, this will be your best advantage. But then he was like, Oh, but you also could choose Tenji, you know, he's the closest to you right now. And then you know you gotta check out you gotta make sure the people that are closest to you are safe Man, and shit like it, it was the funniest thing because Tenji is his like that bitch. How <laughs> dare he suggest to me? It was yeah. hilarious. But um he, it ends up being Shibe and like Makoto because he's like, I want to get back in the good graces with my friends, so I'm gonna prove they have nothing to hide. When in fact, he had everything to hide. Well, technically, he didn't have. Well, nothing he, to hide. he te- didn't, true. Didn't have nothing it to depends do on how you look at it because even the show said like it technically this had nothing to do with him, but in inadvertently the way they presented it, it has everything because it yeah. turns out that Shibe, uh Makoto found uh, even though he wasn't hiding it. He found out that his father is a piece of shit to the point where basically his dad's like a corrupted politician. He's been in multiple sex scandals. He's paying to have a cover up of some big plot right now. And after all that, Shibe is legitimately like broken to the point where he's like, oh, fuck, I don't know what can be done. Yeah, because like even Makoto didn't know about this, about what his dad was doing. Yeah, Tenji had no idea. Tenji and Shiba had no idea, and it was crazy. I said Makoto, sir, the the guy himself, like he knew. Yeah, no, no, I said no. I'm just saying, I'm iterating. Like Tenji's, I'm just saying Tenji because he's been spying all these motherfuckers. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of it was just crazy that that came out like that, and uh, the show does a really good job because uh, that you know during the whole game we get flashbacks to the people running it. Uh, well, not flashbacks, but like cutaways to them, and they're like, "Oh, uh, that should like one of them even points out that shouldn't really matter." There's some I I, I do want to say while, while you just mentioned this real quick, them flashing to like the people like in the game room, if you will, watching all the monitors and shit. That's some of the best parts of the fucking episode. Oh yeah, no, because <laughs> it just it helps it helps you who might be thinking certain ways also see like from a different perspective. Because I even I was like, "Yeah, what fuck that." That ain't got shit to do with him, but like uh, the other person, the one of the game people pointed out, if if someone had, if someone's like family member is a total is a terrible person, and your child is friends with that like individual, like with the individual whose uh, father or mother is doing terrible shit, would you still allow your child to be around them? And it's like, yeah. I'll. Oh shit! Uh, you got a point. Because even I was like, right even there. I, who am like, you know, the sin, the sins of the per, uh, of the people related to you ain't got shit to do with you. Was just like, hmm, that's yeah, a tough. The sins of the father is not the sins. Yeah, of the child. but I was like, that's that is tough. Like, if you're responsible for bringing for raising someone, you don't want any bad influence around them, and just the fact that like they have the potential to meet that person's parent or like to be around yeah. that person is enough for you to dissuade that. So, and you even got yeah. to see it cause Tenji, Shiho, I think was going to move to Shibe after like Shibe got discouraged, was about to be like, it's okay. And Tenji was like, ah, <laughs> it's not okay. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> TG is a fool, man. Like, he, he, like you said, this man out here playing forty chess just, right now. He trying to. This he, man he, is a fool. He he. It's crazy because, like you said, he, he just used that to his advantage. Now we move from that uh, to where we basically get the end of the episode, where uh, a question, uh, not a question, but a rumor is put into the uh, box, and it's basically about Shibe, and it's like uh, Shibe's dad is covering up a murderer that Shibe committed. And P- 
people are, and, and, and Tenji's like, wow, what the fuck? I didn't write that. Who the fuck wrote it? And he look over to Yuchi, and he's just like, hey, dog. Get that same little look on his face. Hey, dog, that, this shit about to be boy. crazy. This shit about to be crazy. <laughs> and, that boy. and so we're left on the cliffhanger of like, huh, what is this? Because it seems like, I'm assuming by Tenji's reaction, uh, since he's the man with all the answers, that there that this has to be a lie. Or like there, ha- mm-hmm. this has to be something because we know one of the penal- There's a penalty for lying in this game, and but our boy Yuichi does not care about penalties. <laughs> <laughs> My he, boy Yuichi is here for the truth and, and only and the, the truth. truth. So I am, I I am hard pressed to see where this goes, but it's, yeah. it it. it it, it, it the setup is immaculate. That's all yeah, I can it say. Did, it did like even like to build on part of that setup. Like I already mentioned before, some of the best parts of the episode is when they flash to the the view the monitor room, if you will, and we have the dialogue between the two of the I'm I'm just gonna call them game masters right now because mm-hmm. we don't know what what they are. Um, two of the game masters, and you know the older one, the older lady, um, was mentioned. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm gonna give a nickname here soon. I got to think of one, but she was mentioning <laughs> that like yeah, if you've been paying attention all along, you can tell that you wish she was kind of setting up something, and then you know then the episode ends. But like it didn't because even from that like at that instance when she said it, I was like, damn, was Yuichi setting up something? Uh, that, like I like like I said, uh-huh. they in episode three they spent a long time, or either episode three or four they spent a long time of directing you to the like time like they hadn't done it before and never before but while tenji was in his room writing mm-hmm. like his bad mouth card they made sure to show you the time on his thing and how long it took for him to do all the whole thing and then we mm-hmm. we cut back yuichi and shiho are doing this whole big spectacle and i'm just like in my head i'm like that don't even seem like something yuichi would do yuichi would do yes so and that's the same thing i said like I, I was just like this has to he had they had to have there he had to have realized something and Correct. he is setting them up we can't forget the fact that in episode three he whispered something in um yutori's ear yeah, we don't know yep. what he said to her so yeah, because uh, she's just crazy. Add time to Tumble Dachi crazy. Game. But, um, if you have not seen Tumble Dachi Game yet, this is once again your public service announcement to, to go watch this to, shit And right if you now. obviously are watching it and enjoying it along with us, please uh, get the word out because I feel like this should be talked about more <laughs> or needs to be talked uh, about I'm with more. you on that. But we're going to move on to our dislike sessions now for Tumble Dachi Game starting with episode three. And even I'm I'm gonna say this, even though like the reveal of Tenji was like great and everything, I just I, I have a I don't know, there's part of me that feels like the reveal was a little too, too early. Soon. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I so I was about to tell you I don't have any dislikes, I'll just have a nitpick and it was that. I felt like okay. that came too early, or if they were going to do it, they should not have shown him because I felt like they gave us enough hints. For us to be like, all right, well, it's Tenji. It's obviously Tenji stole the money. Yeah. But I think with what you said, though, because even I hadn't realized it until after I talked to you for a minute, that still doesn't explain the rest of the debt. Like, Correct. $2 million is a small amount compared to $20 million. Dude, it is. So that's one big thing. Now, granted, we know why they're there now, but we don't know who who is, who is like who's making up 
the rest of this debt. Like, what? Mm-hmm. where the rest of this money is coming from? And now, then we still have other factors to play in, like, as far as, like, are they going to intermingle with the other groups that's playing the Tomodachi game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I Also, another big thing that's also going to play into whether this reveal is was, like, early or not is how many episodes are we getting for Tomodachi game? I don't know if this is, like, a 12 to 13 type episode season we're getting or if this is, like, a 23, 24 episode type season we're getting. I don't know. I didn't look that up. So, I'm not sure um, how many episodes we're getting for the yeah, season. That could determine some stuff. I'm... I also wonder how long this series is because that would also help determine some stuff. But it does seem like it has a, based on the thing they showed at the beginning of like Yuichi's flash forward, it does seem mm-hmm. to be like a bigger type of thing than just them. Yeah. So, I see. and the fact that we keep seeing like the game master room, like too, I feel like that's gonna come <laughs> into play later. So, no, no, one hundred percent. I, I really don't have. Uh, this is this is all me just reiterating. I, I really don't have much of it, just like except that one nitpick of them, the showing who yeah. stole the money early. Yeah, like I said, that's all. That's all I have for. Calm down, I'm down here, man. <laughs> um, that, that's all I have for episode three as well. Just like I said, I I kind of felt like this reveal was a little bit too early, but that like who knows? Maybe they might come back and show me why they did this reveal early, you know, later on down in some episodes and stuff like that. So who knows? Mm-hmm. But um so moving on to dislikes for episode four of Tomodachi Game now. Um me personally I don't think I don't really I don't really have any dislikes for this yeah, episode. Four, honestly. four did I, it's did its damn thing. I just <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. Sebastian is trying to protect you from something outside your window. I'm not sure He's what not protecting me from nothing. <laughs> But, but yes, yeah. no, I don't. I don't have any dislikes for episode four. Okay, well, we could move on to I guess favorite scene. So uh, starting yes, with episode scene three. With, there you go. Uh, the uh, my so three. I didn't really have much of fav- like majority of it, but it was closer towards the end of three. You get the break scene, and what I mean by the break scene is Tenji is meticulously in his head repeating break, 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 and like you see the and it's just like starting to do the flashbacks to like towards who basically sold the money and at first i'm like is this the audience of the uh bad mouse Gamori telling these niggas to you know mm-hmm. to 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 not be friends anymore is that what's happening yeah. uh because i was i wouldn't put it past it but then like as you go <laughs> and, and, and it's a it's so cool because i don't know how many people caught it but it, like it, it, the voice stops as as we get closer to them revealing that Tenji stole the money, the voice starts to like sound more and more like his, the break mm-hmm. voice. I was like, that was such a good touch. So that's yeah, that's my no, favorite like, scene from that one. And then, like you said, just the visuals in that break scene as well was just crazy. Like you said, the it, oh, man, it was wild. Tomodachi game is delivering every fucking episode, and I'm loving it. Uh-huh. Um, one of my scenes is actually kind of in, intertwined in that breaks, you know, break break scene as well. There's a scene where um, Tenji is explaining basically how he knows everything, how he knew and stuff like that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that he was like, you know, like I was always fucking watching you. And like as he's saying that, there's this one scene where it's fucking, it's fucking, it's fucking pouring down rain <laughs> at nighttime. This motherfucker is hiding behind a pole, and you just see this motherfucker slide from outside the pole, like. I'm always watching, bitch. I'm just like this man. <laughs> this man is a grade A fool right here, man. The like, fucking menace. <laughs> Hilarious. I know it's supposed to be bad. Yes, he's a predator stalker, but that man, that shit. I don't know why that shit was just hilarious to me. How that man slid from out that side that pole like that. 
Oh man, no, I hate him. I hate him with love. Bad to say, okay. it was crazy. He good. He's a good villain. I'll give it that. <laughs> Can you even call him a villain? <laughs> yes. Can we even classify? <laughs> yes. <him>? Well, <laughs> <Most> definitely. <laughs> Can we even classify? I'm him surprised as a you're asking that question. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I uh, Tenji is a fucking fool. But um, so we're gonna move on to episode four now for favorite scenes. Um, talk to us, Millie. What you got? Um, I just got two. We're, I'm gonna just do it real quick because we uh run out of time. Uh, Shibe, uh, going through that mental that whole thing where villain is dead because I was not expecting that shit at all. It caught me completely off guard. Uh, and the way they did it too of just like showing his father and all like the the things he was doing like in the uh in the air like background kind of like a flashback type of thing. That was good. And then two. Uh, the end of the episode where you see Yuichi's crazy smile because it was just like, oh shit. Like, just that scene alone got me hyped for next episode. So, that, that's it. That, that was, I'm, listen, I'm right here with you. That was also my only other favorite scene, my favorite scene that they have for episode four as well. Yuichi's smile because it's that same fucking smile we got from the end of episode one. It's just like, oh shit, Yuichi, what you, what you got up your sleeves now, motherfucker? What you got up your sleeves now? But yeah, so th- that was the only favorite scene I have for episode four. Right. Um, nothing else for me, other than just this motherfucker Tenji is once oh, again a great A menace. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is a great A menace. But all right, we're gonna we're gonna rate these episodes now, starting with episode three, and I nah, at least a seven for me. At, at least a seven for me. I episode three. I'd also give. I'd also give three to seven. Um, it's very because the thing is, it's not. We get a, a lot of it is uh, explaining about the characters' backstories, which again I do like because I do like to see where our characters are coming from, like what makes them tick. But uh, I, I, it does kind of cut the episode short a little bit when that like whole with that whole thing because you kind of also want to get back to the action of like what exactly is going on, so you can figure out what the hell is happening. So, um, and also like you mentioned, the reveal was a little bit too early. But other than that, really good. Really solid. Yeah, no, I, um, I agree. Ep- so we're going to move on to episode four's four. rating uh, now. For episode and four, uh, I'm going to give it an eight. Eight and a half. Eight? Eight, eight and a half. Almost a nine. Maybe a Talk nine. To me. Almost. Talk to me. Uh, so the reason I say that is because they, I think they do a really good job of using Tenji as the main character. For that mm-hmm. episode specifically, because you get to see all of his plans, why he did all this shit he did, and it's explained in a way like where I feel like I don't get to miss a beat. Also, though, it's just the visuals that they decided to use during that episode, like the flashback, the fact that when Shibe uh, gave up that shit about his dad, like the shit that was going on with um Manabo Kun, like they it was striking visuals. So maybe it's like. The the story implications combined with their use of visuals, I feel like for episode four, for episode four, I feel like puts them at an eight. Okay, I I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I was just gonna get once again at least give this episode another solid seven. Um, mainly because we, we actually fucking played the game again this episode. We're going we're going <laughs> just three the, episodes now for just a bit on this one game. <laughs> on this one game because. Yeah, yeah we episodes. started this. We started this game in episode two. Yeah, yeah so it's, you, n- next episode will be episode four on this one game. 
Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm just let's keep it moving. Let's you know I'm trying to see what other games you got going on. But I will say though that I am loving because I knew this was gonna happen anyways. Like you know, one of your main nitpicks at the beginning of the series was you feel like the beginning was rushed because we didn't get enough time to get I, to know the fucking um, again the characters. It's not. It wasn't them separately because I felt like we were going to get to know who they were separately. It was more of just like I didn't get to see how good of a friendship they. I still don't know how good of friends they were. Before this happened, I can only I assume. You can only assume, yeah. right? Like I only assume on that. I, I didn't. I I didn't mind not getting to know them individually because I felt like through the, the the whole thing was their friendship falling apart. So I I knew I was going to get to know about them, but mm-hmm. not them as a group. And that yeah, see, and since friendship is a big thing about this, and that's one thing I feel like I'm missing. I'm getting bits and pieces now, but the thing is, I'm also watching it shatter. So I don't, you know, I, I don't get to see. I'm not seeing like where they fit in their dynamic. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. But I regardless, agree. even but what I'm saying is, and, and this is probably why Tomodachi is so good. Even without that, I still care about the situation. Now I'd probably care more if I didn't know how you know close they were beforehand, but. They, 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 the I mean, writing is doing a really good job of making me be like. Mm. I mean, through <laughs> through the storytelling, you still kind of you know getting to see how good friends they were because you know even for 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 example, Shiho and um Kokorogi, um you saw how Shiho basically confided in well went to be Kokorogi's fan when she had nobody else to turn to after junior high and stuff like that. You saw how that that, that basically yeah, no, that, the reason why they became friends and stuff I'm, like I'm, that because I'm of the whole situation. I'm getting bits and pieces of the of the friendship. I'm, that's all I'm saying yeah. is like, regardless though, they're doing a really good job of uh, telling this story. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. I agree. It's just me. I just I just can't wait to see what the next game is because if if we're getting all these fucking reveals in just a fucking second game, what the hell we got going on for the next game? And then just for the fact that, like I said, we did get the reveal of who stole the money and basically, you know, who wanted to play the Tournament Dutch game, but we still don't know who was the motherfucker that was $20 million in debt. We still don't know who that is yet. So yeah. there's still some more stuff to be revealed. Like everything hasn't been revealed just yet. Yeah. Um. So... With that said, we're going to move on to our last anime of the day, and it's everybody's favorite comedy, Spy Family. <laughs> or as uh, I like to call it, no, Anju no, reincarnated no. as an assassin, <laughs> who's also a wife. Okay, I was about to spam. <laughs> made a joke earlier about put, pronouncing the X. We don't do that here. Uh, you mean Spy X Family? Oh, damn it, he did it. <laughs> um, but moving on. Uh, episode three of Spy Family is, is titled uh, "Prepare for the Interview," and episode four is titled "The Prestigious Schools Interview." Um, so we start off episode three with basically you're moving in, and it's going all nice and cutesy. Basically, uh, they, you know they're, they're becoming a family. Uh, Lloyd, after you're gets settled, tries to practice the interview for the school with both of them. Uh, to his dismay, <laughs> it does not go as planned. So he's like, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's go out and just like experience uh, the city life and stuff like that. So they go going now in the city. Yep. So they go to an opera. They go to a museum, and they fin- and uh, they go out to eat, and they finish up at a park. Like throughout all this, obviously antics ensue, such as Anya being like going to sleep during the opera. During the museum section, Anya only cares about like the more graphic pictures. She's just pointing, she's like pointing out uh, people's boobs, 
heads being cut off and stuff like that. And Yor is over places looking at weapons. Um, but we also get to see, like, you know, some uh, thing, it hints to Anya's uh, abilities and, like, the degree of which she can control them. Because there's a part of the thing where they're, like, in a restaurant and she can hear everybody's thoughts. Un- like, it d- and it doesn't seem like she even wanted to. Well, no, she wasn't in the re- I'm sorry. She wasn't at a restaurant. They was, was at it before? a rally. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So, before the restaurant, they were at a rally. And the group, obviously, there was a lot, like a lot of people having like a lot of deep and emotional reactions to like this political thing, and she seemed to automatically pick up on those, like of not of her own will. And so we actually get to see the fact that like if too many, if there's too much stimuli, Anya can get uh, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Um, and that plus like the stuff with the restaurant and, and that not going well lead led Yor to be like, hey, we should you know have a nice family outing at a park, uh, which does really good for them. They all get to relax. Lloyd's even like, I didn't even know about this, and she's like, and Yor points out how she <laughs> likes to look out at the city and see all the people she's helped by doing her job. Obviously, she's talking about assassins' work, but you know everybody else thinks she's talking about being like a secretary, which is hilarious. Um, and then we get. The action piece of this episode <laughs> where a crook comes and steals a purse from an old lady and he does that shit in front of the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh your immediately after that happens goes into oh you done fucked up mode and chases this guy down, ends up losing him, but Lloyd also is hot on the guy's tail, and due to and unfortunately for Lloyd, he does get lost up in the crowd, but Anya with the use of her abilities, points him out, and he does a full Spider-Man takedown. Uh, Straight from the video games of Spider-Man PS4, because he just jumps from a bridge, jumps on top of his dude, and slams him into the ground. (laughs) And that's a wrap. These are the only uh, outings you can get in Spy Times Family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, hilarious. But yes, um, so yes, that that was episode three. It was basically just you know a family outing, if you will, um, like Big Million said, with a whole bunch of antics, of course, coming from our girl Anya. And mm-hmm. we end episode three with them going back home and you know continuing to prepare for the interview, and they're which actually, leads into episode four. Yeah, but uh, just to say this, they by the end of that episode, they're bonded a little bit more, and the. They're able to answer the interview questions a little bit more because since the interview questions are poised around uh, them as families. families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. So moving on to episode four now. Once again, the prestigious schools interview, and this episode sounds just like it was the interview <laughs> section of the <laughs> of the school, and we start off already on some bullshit. <laughs> so we see we see the the Forger family, if you will, walking into the school grounds, walking through the school grounds, and we just Lloyd is just like somebody's watching us, and then yours says the same thing, just like somebody's fucking watching us, and it turns out that the people that's watching them are actually the school teachers and the principals mm-hmm. and the headmasters and, and things of that nature. And they found out that the fucking interview has already started. These motherfuckers are passing and failing people just based off how they fucking walking walk, into the school. How they walk, what they do. It is hilarious because they're like, oh, that number failed, that number failed, that number failed. <laughs> and uh, one of the base things, we get to see basically like the I guess the most important headmaster or something like that. 
And he's basing all his stuff off of how elegant people presume to be. <laughs> and so throughout this shit, he is put there there basically because they don't believe that Anya could ha- come from a good family because her she barely passed the written exam that she had to take in the mm-hmm. episode two. And so they're like, all right, so they th- they're throwing the obstacles at these people. So one like the first obstacles they get in uh, common contact with is a kid stuck in the sewer grate, and they're like, how you gonna? Do this without like ruining your clothes. Ha ha ha. I got you. And Lloyd simply just flips this kid out of the thing. Obviously gets mud everywhere. And the kid, some even though the kid is like apparently getting merit points, that's what he's like thinking in his head the whole time. He's like, ah oh, shit. Man, these kinds these guys are kinda nice. I hate for this to happen. And immediately Lloyd and them are like, we expected something like this to happen, and immediately changed to a different suit, hat. Everything, like, all of them get dolled up again. <laughs> then you just see the headmaster just, oh, elegance. elegance. <laughs> I was fooled once again. <laughs> God. And now at this point, my, the headmaster just has it out for Lord. He was like, you know what? No, this this cannot be. I'm I'm going to goddamn prove that these are not elegant parents. <laughs> and we go from there. Uh, they're still walking through the. the I I will say this is a fucking long ass corridor. Well, it's a. It, it's not a court. It was a. It was a courtyard. Yard, courtyard. Yeah, court uh, regardless, this shit's long as hell. hell. Yeah, uh, this, it's supposed to be a university, and I don't. And, and what's weird is I don't know if it's like from small children to like adults learn here or not. But regardless, <laughs> it's a huge school. And it's huge. We could. Uh huh. Oh, well, uh, I was going to let you continue your explanation. Okay, yes. So, and yes, we-, we continue. And then after they get all prettied up again and walking down this long-ass courtyard once again, um, the next test from the <laughs> from the, from the advisors come through. But unfortunately, that this was not a test they planned. This was a, an actual fucking accident. A herd of fucking animals, cows. I think it was just cows, but I no, think no, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was cows. It was cows, horses. Yeah. Uh chickens maybe i don't remember i just remember the cows yes. and the horses a fucking herd <laughs> of animals comes out of nowhere where the fuck are they keeping these herd of animals on this campus? the stables who why do we have <laughs> a fucking stable on campus who knows but anyways <laughs> they come charging fucking through but before um your and lloyd take action you see the scene where um well, we we go back to the headmaster. He was like, "Oh yes, they can't possibly get past this." And then one of the guys comes up to him, was like, "Hey, headmaster, did you did you ask for this? This kind of seems like a lot." And he was like, "Wait a minute, this wasn't me." He was like, "Are you? T- this is an actual accident." <laughs> he was like, he was like, like "Oh wait shit! A minute. Oh shit! There's too many important people here. We gotta go. Yeah. We, we gotta go stop this." And they're running out, but Lloyd and your parents of the fucking year are out here like dipping and dipping and dodging saving other people's kids to the point where like Anya is about to get hit by (laughs) and Yor goes into full lethality mode and uh and basically 64 trigrams this goddamn I'm glad you said it because I was gonna say it I'm (laughs) glad you said it because oh we we here we here oh I'm glad you said it that cow (laughs) did not walked into a fucking tuning exam that's what happened to that goddamn cow damn boy I'm glad you said it because if you didn't I was gonna say it goddamn she 
she pulled a full huga on that goddamn cow, <laughs> and to the point where the cow, where the animals, you see where the animals are just like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> we we good. <laughs> hey, listen, I don't know. I, listen, I need somebody to fucking edit that scene with her with the eight trigrams. I, I need somebody to edit that shit and. I'm listen. That shit was hilarious. But uh, we, so after she fools a trigrams this cow, we the headmaster comes out and thanks the the forgers like, oh yes, thank you. Uh, I I was wrong about you guys. Yada this, yada yada that. You guys are worthy of being able to interview for our schools. Yeah. Um, well, so not, well uh, but before, before, right before that happened, you uh, the, obviously the foragers' clothes were scuffed up due to the animal thing, but it, but lo and behold, they had another change of clothes. <laughs> so that also helped out a lot for them. But, um, moving past that, after they get, uh, told that, uh, you know, that they're worthy of being interviewed, they actually make it to, like, the interview room with the headmasters and all that stuff, like, waiting outside. And Lloyd apparently, I don't know when he did it, but he set up a recording device and he's tapped in. He is like, "All right, I know exactly what they're gonna ask us. We good." But it, it's crazy because they're like turning away like really prestigious students for not being able to answer something. I forgot like a kid was supposed to answer some shit that a child I feel like was not supposed to be able to know, and they were like, "Well, you fail. Get out." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so they're going through this interview process, and it's basically going smooth. It's three headmasters in the room. Um, with one being the guy who was all about elegant and stuff like that, and uh, two other headmasters were just being now introduced to. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's going smooth, but the only, I guess, bump in the road for this interview, if you will, is it's one the of the headmasters. He's head going master. through a divorce right now, and he's basically taking out his anger on all the mm-hmm. interviewees. And he's, he's basically the, he's the issue right now that they got to get, that, that they have to get past in order to pass this interview. Mm-hmm. And so it gets to the point where he asks, um, they're asking, um, they started off with asking the parents questions, but now we, they started asking Anya questions, question, yeah. right? And after Anya has answered a few questions or whatnot, this motherfucker go come and ask her, so, um, which one of your mothers do you, you like the more. most? Yeah. And it just makes Anya just goes into full fucking tears mode well, because your Lloyd made the statement was like, um, you know, she's I don't know what she's been through during this orphanage. It, I'm assuming that her yeah, her his, birth mother is probably fucking dead. Yeah, as an inner thought, he did not say that loud, but he was thinking to himself like, yeah. damn, like well, I don't know, they don't know her past, so it's like, how is she gonna react? It and she just full on starts bawling, and your and Lloyd, your. And Lloyd basically be like, "Hey, yo, this is a terrible. Like, you gonna ask this of a child?" And yeah. he's and the guy doubles down. <laughs> he doubles down. Doubles down. He is like, "Well, it's not my fault that she happens to love her old mother more than you." Like he says that directly <laughs> to your, and you can see your about to kill this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> no hesitation. And Lloyd is sitting there like, "Okay, we gotta remain calm. We gotta remain calm." You will see him like just getting like his fist and he's still and the other big dude the the guy asking these questions he's just flying off at the mouth basically at this point where it's like well if she can't if this is how she reacts to this she can't you know we have dorms here and she's just gonna start crying up automatically anytime like she has to stay here or other like that and he lloyd while repeating the mantra to himself twilight you're a spy you know, you you gotta remain keep your emotions calm. You gotta do all this other shit. In while doing that, he is put. He is a he is already in motion to 
deck this man in the face. And he, at the last minute, he pulls his punch and punches like the table. And he's like, oh, excuse me, y'all. Mosquito. <laughs> when, when that shit happened, that reminded me of a scene straight out of One Punch Man where um our boy was finna um punch. Gino? Oh, it's been, Gino, yes. That's, you, you knew exactly what scene I'm talking about. I know what you're about. talking about. Yes, that's. Where you yes. see the shadow of his, well, you see, well, not the shadow, but like the, they, a giant fit, fist and his head, like, mm-hmm. over Genos, and Genos is like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically that, and after Lloyd punches the mosquito, walks out, he basically is like, yo, if this school is going to pride itself on torturing a young girl, this is not the school for us, and he basically just mm-hmm. leaves, and they he basically leave leaves. out. And... To, uh, the whole time you think thinking, well, they failed, but the the guy, one guy who's been calling the Forgers elegant the whole time is like, you know what? He's right. How can we call ourselves a fine institution if this is the way we do things? And the headmaster turns to the other headmaster and then full on punches. <laughs> Dex is ass. He was like, you know what? Lloyd can do it, but I can't. I can't, but I can. But I can. <laughs> and he straight dicked his and, ass. And then that's basically we uh, close the episode out on the Forgers uh, wondering what is next for them because they kind of know that unless Anya gets into the school, that their family situation is kind of just over. And that's kind of where yeah. we leave episode for it yeah long little summary right there the episode four had a light and not a lot of yes. nice stuff to talk about at the end yes and we're gonna talk about the more great things that have happened in episode four but until we do that we get we have to get into some dislikes start with episode three and once again so far no dislikes for me i'm i'm enjoying every bit of spy family that that I'm every bit of it. Yeah. Same. I ain't got nothing. So let's move All on to right. three. Move um, on to episode four. Um, once again, no dislikes for this episode. Episode four was got has to be the best episode out of the series right yes, now. Yes, I no, completely no, no dislikes agree. out of me for I this episode. Completely agree. I was laughing from start to finish. So from start to fucking finish. And not only that, <laughs> episode four almost got an emotional response out of me when I was getting questioned. And it was crazy because I remember reading that part in the manga and not feeling anything but hearing hearing I, I don't i doubt that it's actual like a small girl in the booth recording for anya but hearing that whatever aged woman pretending to be a small <laughs> child and crying almost got me i almost yeah. shed a tear i swear I, I swear to you um, but now acting is the times for everybody's favorite moments some of our favorite scenes starting with episode three talk to us maybe Anya taking credit uh, for saw stuff that she did around the house when she knows she didn't do a goddamn thing was hilarious <laughs> to me. Cause Lloyd was calling her out on everything. She was not letting, he was not letting that little girl breathe. Cause she was no. like, I helped make cookies. And he was like, you ruined the thing. You ruined the flower. And then you watch TV. And he, and I is like, ah, how dare you? <laughs> so that was, that was one of my favorite, uh, scenes of that. Uh, my other one. Was uh, when they went to the museum, Anya had made a drawing of her life and was like, daddy's a spy, mommy's an assassin, I'm psychic, I know everything. And then when it was time for Lloyd and Yor to like take her away, she was like, oh shit, they're going to know my secrets. And legitimately, the wall is just scribbles. Like, you can't even make anything out. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, too. That's, that's oh, girl. 
Uh, so one of my favorite scenes actually does come from the museum as well, where you see fucking um George just Google, have googly eyes over a fucking picture of a, gu- a guillotine. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking hilarious. Like out of all the images, this is the image you will fall in love with. This here. is this is what you about? Okay, this I is this it. is what you about. Of course, <laughs> I, I'm like all right. I, you know it is what it is. Um, once again, and then for my last scenes on favorite scenes for episode three is kind of a mixture. Um, at the beginning where, once again, where <laughs> old boy popped up to steal the old lady's person, you just see your goal in the full, it's go time mode. Like, that shit, it just always catches me off guard. She just goes from this dopey young woman to just and all dope, serious in, kind, in, a, in a split yeah, second. This dopey and just kind like, woman to this, I yes. will murder, I will murder the fuck out of you. <laughs> yes, into a split fucking second. And then, of course, the, um, in and off of that scene where, um, Lloyd catches the guy. And like you said, he Spider-Man dies on his ass off the bridge. It's a good time. Good time. It's a good time. And then I will say, um, honorable mention, um, Anya falling asleep in the opera was hilarious yeah, as well. That was, that was cute. That was very adorable <laughs> and funny. Um, moving on to the favorite scenes for episode four. Uh, to start us off, uh, obviously, we talked about it a lot, but to just reiterate, you're taking out that goddamn cow. That shit came straight out of a Naruto episode, one hundred and ten percent. I I don't know, and not only that, but the way it resolved was how like Anya was able to read the cow's mind and communicate. Hey, she just wanted you to stop. You're fine. She's not gonna hurt you anymore. And the cow just gets up, and it's like I'm a. Go about my business, and it leaves. <laughs> yeah, no, the the funniest part about that scene, because this is also one of my favorite scenes, but the funniest part about that scene is after she does it to them, you could Lloyd and just Anya are just looking at her like, what the fuck? Ma'am. <laughs> they just look like, what the fuck? You like, yo, like, what is, what is wrong with you? You are supposed <laughs> to be cordial. This, you ain't supposed to be busting out the Chun-Li moves out here. Yeah, and, then, and then at the same time, the cows and the animals have the exact same and look on their like, face what, and they just like, start backing up like, yo, <laughs> what is wrong with this lady? They, they're like, can, can y'all put her in a cage? Like, shit. <laughs> um, my other one, uh, besides that, is obviously in the examiner's room when Lloyd is about to punch the shit out of that headmaster. Obviously. Because, like I said before, when I almost started crying, I got an emotional response. You don't do that. We we riot over this shit. I know, I know people are making fun of that, <laughs> that dude right now somewhere. They are. So they are. It, that was just it, seeing the emotional response from Lloyd, especially since uh, his whole thing is like, conceal, don't feel. And he was like, nah, I'm a. I just gotta let this one off right here. Great, perfect. I, I, I agree. That that is also one of my favorite scenes because is because also once again your just your snaps and she just in the blink of an eye. She oh yeah, that look she on was, her face. She she was definitely if Lloyd didn't do something, she was definitely about to like <laughs> murder. I think I feel like all the people in that room. <laughs> she get that she look was, on her face. She was, just, she was ready. All right, and then but. For me, I guess my some of my overall favorite scenes is the is are definitely the two that McMillian pointed out. But one of my other favorite scenes are basically like it's kind of like a combination of just all the times the headmaster is just like, oh, elegance, elegance. <laughs> oh, it's so elegant. It, 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 I guess one of the most memorable ones is like when the um when they're in the courtyard and they're I guess paying respects to the founder of the college. And he was just like, oh, they're they're paying respects to the founder, just. So, such elegance. Such elegance. <laughs> yes. 
Oh man, but yes, he, he is a he is a fool. But yes, basically every time that man said elegance is is a favorite scene of mine. <laughs> I'm probably gonna put <laughs> a fucking um a collage, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Just, just him saying elegance yeah. over and over again. <laughs> it just it was he killed me every time he said that shit. Every every fucking time. One hundred percent. But um uh, so once again, we're going to go ahead and rate Anju gets reincarnated as an assassin <laughs> who is also a wife. Started with episode three, um, solid seven, yeah, for me. Once again, Same. episode three was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a beautiful, you know, family outing that they had. And like I said, I think this was the episode where they actually had time to bond more as a family, and they got to do, you know, family exactly. things and yeah. stuff like that. And so it was, it was really nice to see. And then of course, just all of Anya's antics. It's just. Can't get enough of no, yeah, crazy yeah. ass. Nope. Okay. That is uh the anime community's daughter right now. And yeah, she as is, a, yes. She, she shall be protected. She is flourishing, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have same rating, honestly. Everything you've hit on. Um nice chill episode with the usual uh spy family antics. Um now um move it to episode four, however, that's that gets a nine, nine for me. Nine. nine? Yes. Oh, nine. same page. Same nine. page. That uh, maybe damn near a ten. I just feel like maybe it was listening a little, a little bit of something, but some, it, some, at least yes, a I, nine. It it is definitely if you are watching this and you don't think that was the best episode so far, you're crazy. That shit <laughs> had me busting up laughing from the get. It, it's yes. it's so good. I can't. We didn't. Uh, it's said right now that Spy Family is the, probably the most popular anime in Japan currently, and I see why. They there's they do such a good job of not only interjecting like the familial the familial emotions and stuff like that, but the comedy is uh, was on ten this entire episode. And mm-hmm. even though there was very few action scenes, the the animation for Spy Family is ridiculous. Yes, it, it is it's, crazy. It's, it's really good. Like wit has been showing out recently. Um, but I think it's actually a collab for this anime. It's with and somebody else. I can't remember the second studio that's doing it. But, but regardless, um, they snapping. And yeah, no, they, they snapping right now. And you know, one thing that I will say about Spy Family is it just goes to show you that not every good anime out there is a fucking shonen. Um, oh, even though you know, I, I love my shonen. Don't get me wrong, but it, 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 Spy Family is just a coup de grace, if you will. That show is is proof. This evidence is right here. You can have a good ass anime and not be a shonen. Mm-hmm. This is is right here in your face. This idiot and this spy family. And Definitely. like like Million already said, if you watch this episode, you don't think it's the best episode of the series. I don't. We're not watching the same thing right now. Yeah, because this it was it hit. I feel like it, this is it's it's missing some like a little oomph. But this is this episode. I feel like is like if I wanted someone to watch Spy Family, this would be the episode. I, I would show like them this episode. Yeah, yes, one hundred percent. I turned this off. Uh, 100%. Probably this episode and maybe episode two. But definitely 100%. I'll just play episode four. Like, oh, you need a reason to watch this anime? Watch this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Watch this episode. Th- this is, like you said, this is the episode. This this is th- their, um... Because I feel like... The feel, resume, if you will. Yeah, because I feel like if you don't if you don't like that episode, you're probably not going to like this series. And that's no, fine. 100%. And that's fine. You're crazy. But, <laughs> like... But it's fine, though. But it's fine. I mean, everybody got their own taste. I just feel like if... If you were to be like, if you were to get someone into this, because this isn't really spoiler heavy, because mm-hmm. like, I mean, no, you, not at all. You you really get to meet the characters. It's not too big of a drastic thing. It, this is a fine episode. I feel like to be like, hey, I, granted, we're not going to start with episode one, but this is why this p- clearly illustrates 
everything this anime has to watch this anime and why you should watch yes. it. One hundred percent. And I, I've said this every time we talk about Spy Family, but once again, I'm enjoying every single bit of every single episode, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know I'm gonna have a good time every episode. I don't even worry about. Yes. It. I don't have to worry about it. like like you said. I don't have to worry about nothing. I know. I know. Once I hit that play button, it's gonna be a good time. Like you just said. Okay. One hundred percent. All right. Well, but, um, that is the end of our episode here and i am surprised that we are i had a reasonable time for this episode yeah. so congrats to us congrats to us um, so yeah we we went a little bit over uh-huh. but um with all that what were you about to say i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no i was just about to say um any final thoughts on any of the spring um anime that we we're talking about here today i uh the only thing i gotta say besides i, I feel like i've said enough for tamodachi and uh spy family the only thing I, I gotta say is I hope that Shield Hero it finds its footing because right mm-hmm. now it seems to be struggling this season. I agree. I, I just want it to get back because season one, I, I don't think there was ever a moment where I'm like, I cannot wait for the next episode. And now I'm like, when, like for instance, when, Tomod- when, when Wednesdays roll around, I watch Tomodachi first because I'm just clamoring. To see what happens next. But well, for, apparently Tomodachi Gang comes on Tuesdays. This is Tuesday. I thought it was the same day. As apparently, this. I thought it was Wednesdays too. But apparently, unless for whatever reason, one episode three came out on Tuesday, and I was like, was there a fucking schedule change or something? Huh. So I'm not sure if episode four came out on Wednesday or not. But I know episode three came out on Tuesday. Okay. Well, uh, forget. Well, regardless, statement. My statement still stands. If they are coming out on the you. same day, I, I usually watch them on Wednesday. But if they are coming, I if they you. aren't coming out on the same day, I'm still. Watching Tomodachi. Yeah, you're still watching Tomodachi. So I'm hoping as we continue through the season that Shield Hero finds the footing that it had in season one is able to capture me like it did. Because right now it's kind of struggling. Yeah. I feel like. Um, I guess my final thoughts for today would just be as far as Tomodachi game goes, um, I think we need to speed this up a little bit. Even though, like, the. Re- the revelations that we got out of everything that's been going on so far with Tenji being. A menace now, and amongst other things, that and all the other information that we learned about the characters, I feel like us spending four episodes on game two <laughs> is kind of a lot. And but could it uh, next episode need to be the last episode we in well, game two? I I, I kind of agree, uh, but I also like, feel like, uh, but at the same time, I do think probably like four episodes for a game is like that maximum I can see like bearing a game because you know some games depending on what it I is, like, of course, it's going to take longer than others. But I, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I, if if the if the case is that we're going to continue just following these four characters, correct? Yeah, it's four of them, right? No, five. It's five. But I guess the reason I probably feel like that is probably because we haven't yeah, really five. been playing much of this game in game two. We just really been taking a few steps <laughs> and and some big juicy joker, big joker, dialogue. Big joker, <laughs> big joker, big joker. Spade, spade, spade. Every turn. Um, every turn, yeah. Goddamn. But, I, but I, I mean, other than that, I'm still. But regardless of of that, what I just said, I am still enjoying the hell yeah. out of Tomodachi. No, it's, it's going really well. Um, but with all that said, we're gonna close out for here. So, um, thank you guys for watching. As always, appreciate you. Uh, please, you know, leave your comments and your likes uh, on this video. Let us know what you thought of any of these animes. Uh, from audio only listeners, you know, hit us up with those reviews. Uh, if you're enjoying this stuff, let us know. And, you know, sp- spread out to your friends. Consider giving the show a follow. Spread um, the word. <laughs> as <laughs> always, guys, you can find us on Instagram at Gurren Otaku Council. And, and, on, and on Twitter at Gurren Otaku. So you guys stay up to date with all things about the council. 
Um, with all that said, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy the animes that you decide to watch. This is the Girl Talk Council saying meeting adjourned. Peace. Oh, 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 oh